My name is Danny Mower and welcome to At The Source. This interview style podcast brings you meaningful conversations and interesting topics from all around the world so that we can learn about our neighbors, this crazy thing called life, and ultimately bring more awareness into our daily experiences. I deeply believe in the art of open communication. So this podcast is really the product of me going to the source of whatever conversation or topic we're having and asking all kinds of questions, both for you and for me to understand more. That's how I roll. I ask a lot of questions and I hope you find inspiration in these conversations and start to ask deeper questions in your own life. Let this be your weekly dose of curiosity and contemplation. And without further ado, enjoy the show. All right. I'm so excited today to have Leah Wentworth on the podcast. She's a transformational life coach and a Reiki master and a friend of mine. And I am just like, I'm very excited to have the conversation we're going to have today. Um, So I wanted to just pass the baton to you. Like, who are you? What do you do? Um, Yeah. And what's in your world right now? Yeah. Yeah. So I am mostly working with women, although I have some male clients. Um, my, my heart, what my heart is like leading me to right now is really supporting people to find their way back to themselves, like to really, um, get grounded in their own knowing, like in their, like being able to tune into their own intuition and follow it. Like, I feel like so much of us is like programmed by society and our parents in ways that we um we're like constantly in confusion battles in our own minds about like what's right for us and what choices we should make and like what are people gonna think about me and if i do this or that like so i'm just really feeling like it is the time to like really come home to ourselves and follow our own paths, like learn to really take those baby steps towards what we really desire, like what we're really craving, like what we feel passionate about and drop some of this just shoulds, drop some of the shoulds about where we're supposed to be. Um, and a, a, you know, a couple of the things that I feel really support people in that process is one is Reiki of like really being more grounded and more like our energy systems being clearer and not so gobbled up with junk. And there's so much junk in our environment, yeah, in the food, in the air, in the water, in the ethers, just with the cell phone waves and all that there's so much gunk that's like coming at us all the time that it requires more work i think these days to take the time to clear ourselves to Mm. to to tune inward and you know doing things like reiki or you know breath work or yoga practices or you know meditation like daily things that bring you being in nature oh my god being in nature staying connecting in nature and grounding you know like feels so important to take that time to ground so that's what i love to do is help people find more grounding and more connection to their their soul their Mm -hmm. their own purpose and I feel like that's another piece that kind of leads to to chaotic energy is sort of when we're not following our own path when we're not doing the things like we all hear these little whispers, you know, these little things that um, our soul is kind of saying it wants, and mm-hmm. we often ignore them. And I think that creates disharmony mm-hmm. in our being and creates this um, really kind of stress in our bodies you know a little anxiety creates that feeling of like anxiousness or like uncertainty or overwhelm or you know where we're just like not really we're kind of more going through the motions of life and not really sinking in and living if yeah. that makes sense you know and know that's why. what i really want for people is to feel really grounded in their own truth and be living it 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a little uh, <laughs> in a Beautiful. So yeah. What I'm hoping for for people. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I love that. Um, and I definitely find <laughs> resonance with that. And just to back up, so um, I'd love to ask you, you know, what is Reiki for our listeners who don't know and just have no idea, like what what is Reiki and what does that look like? Yeah, so Reiki is really working with the life force energy that's all around us all the time and um, our own life force and bringing balance, bringing balance into this. And we all have Reiki abilities and we don't even know that we do. Like um, when you think about like, just like as a normal person, right? If you like stub your toe or hurt your knee or something, the first thing we all do is, is touch it. Like we bring our hands to it to like, um, it's just a natural instinct. And that is like a personal Reiki tool of like bringing attention, energy to an area of your body to solicit healing in a sense. Um, I, our bodies have the ability to heal and what Reiki does essentially is um it's like a light touch that you just like you're putting your hands as a reiki practitioner you're putting your hands on or some people practice with hands above the body and you're sensing energy and it just by doing the hands on um you're allowing the body to find its way back to uh flow Mm. and so the energy system can just clear and um be in its natural flow um and you know the energy system gets stuck by many different things and some of it is like emotional stuff some of it is um you know, just like bumping into other energies, but also, you know, all the gook that I've been talking about, like our bodies can get clogged up by the air we breathe, the food we eat, the, you know, um, lack of motion in our bodies. If we're too sedentary, if, you know, like our energy systems can start to stagnate and, um, then healing is more challenging because your energy system's not flowing. Um, So Reiki session, for me, like what Reiki really does is bring us back home to ourselves. It's like it, it's, and in, in my experience of, in my training, when I went to Reiki one um, training, I was like, oh, this is cool. And I wasn't quite sure. I wanted to keep going. I was like, I'm interested in this, but I wasn't quite like, I didn't really understand how it works and um i wasn't sure i really believed in it but i was interested in it you know and then i went to my reiki 2 training and um it brings a little bit of tears to my eyes because it was a really powerful experience for me of um i felt this um this calm and peace in my body that I hadn't ever experienced or remembered that I experienced before. And I really thought that I was a pretty, like, pretty grounded, like centered, (laughs) happy, go lucky kind of person. Like, I really didn't realize, like, I didn't have, I didn't understand like that I was as like chaotic and off energetically as I was until Mm -hmm. I had this experience where, I was just like so grounded and so much more in tune with myself and like knew right away some things that I needed to change in my life that were not working well for me and just like making decisions was so much easier. Like I really felt a big shift after that training and I was like, it's still hard to explain because it's something we can't see 
Yeah. Although it's been studied and it there are like scientific proofs that it does like work, it's still hard for people, I think, to understand how it works. And I that's some of like the faith that I just have to be like, yeah, I don't quite understand it either. And I know it works. Like yeah. everyone who gets off of my table is like, I feel so much more grounded in that piece. I mm -hmm. feel better, you know? And so it's just this, like, it's a powerful tool to bring us back into harmony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. And like, I'm certified up until level two and even I personally sometimes have a hard time explaining it because I'm like, oh, it's just so felt. It's just so body felt and it's hard to to use logic to explain it when it's a very subtle grounding and this releasing that you're doing on a cellular level where your your muscle like your muscles are relaxing to a point where they don't usually relax in your in your day to day if you're working and doing kid stuff and just bopping around all the time like when do you ever actually have a time and space when you can fully relax and that that was the piece for me that felt so profound when I first started um, experiencing Reiki and you actually gave me my first session, um, which <laughs> was so beautiful. We like, you had asked me, I was farming um, on your brother's farm and you had asked me to goat sit for you. And so part of the exchange <laughs> um, was you, I was interested in Reiki. I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want to know. And so you offered to exchange, um, I think it was two Reiki practices or Reiki sessions um, for me to watch your goats. And um, yeah, and it was it was profound. It was beautiful. And I I also had that experience of like, wow, someone is laying hands on me with just such pure intention, you know, just like there's no hidden motives there's no weird emotional things going on like even with parents sometimes they want you to do something and there's like you know different reasons why someone would touch you and it, and and I remember just feeling this like oh my god I one this feels so grounding that someone is touching me with just with love and like there's I know that there's no agenda and it's just like this pure experience and what came out of being held in that space was a lot of emotion, a lot of sadness. And I remember just feeling really heavy. Um, but that space was created for me to bring those things up from the depths and feel them. So that was a really, really beautiful experience um, that I had. So thank you for also doing that way back when for me, because that was profound for my experience. Yeah. It's interesting when you said like the sadness came up, like I've experienced that too. And, and some of what I've been thinking about it is sort of, as I try to like, not that you have to define like, why, like, why do I feel sad? But I think some of it is for me, like some of the sadness is sort of this, like knowing that I have been ignoring myself mm. or not paying attention to myself, not giving myself um not doing for myself all the things that I want or not following my path in the way that I want you know like that was some of what when I first that first experience big experience um you know was some of that realization of like wow I have just not been listening to myself my beautiful mm. self is like here like trying to talk to me and I am just like in my head going down the path you know like not tuned in to the mm -hmm. body and the body has so much wisdom um the other thing you said that uh, oh I'm forgetting at the moment um Well, I'll, I'll think of it. <laughs> Come back to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also, excuse the dogs if you can hear some dogs barking in my background. There's uh there's a truck and the dogs are not not happy that things are happening outside. 
Um, oh, I think it was something about the pure energy of just yeah. like there's and in that some of like the training in Reiki is sort of like this trust and knowing that Reiki goes where it needs to go. And so yeah. there's no need to try and can as a practitioner, no need to try and control it or do anything in specific like it has wisdom and it will go where it needs to go. And like, yeah our our subconscious our our body our soul like it knows what we need like what the next thing is that's going to help us most like it's it's working for us you know in that sense yeah. and i do think that it is that feeling of like pure love and trust that is just like whatever happens it's for my best and highest good you know mm -hmm. mm. yeah and i love that that distinction will love the picture that it paints I don't love the experience of it of like yourself like in your heart saying go this way go this way and then in your brain you're like nope I'm gonna go on this path because it is what's right for me and like being so rigid about it and then there's this disconnect and then this distrust that happens within ourselves and then then it's like then the who do you trust if you can't trust yourself? And I feel like it creates a lot of issues internally and externally. Yeah. Yeah, that internal, the, there's so much. When we start to really tune in and listen and observe what's going on in our minds, the conversations yeah. <laughs> that are being had that are filled with, you know, other people's ideas of what's right for us and judgments and fears our own fears of like what if i don't succeed or what if you know and i think that that's been a really huge thing for me is thinking about like really trying to allow our paths to unfold versus determining now like oh this is how it's going to turn out this is where i'm going mm. this is what i'm doing where we we can set ourselves like this idea of like we have to be successful or like there has to be a reason why we're doing things there's there's sort of this societal pressure to like make a choice and stick with it and do mm -hmm. it to the end and like um you know in the corporate world of like get in your job and climb the ladder and get you know it's like we don't really take time to assess sort of like, am I enjoying this? Would I prefer to be doing something else? Like we kind of get on our path and we, you know, and often at a, a an age where we're like, really don't know, yeah. you know, we get on this path because we're said we need to decide what major do you want to study in college? And you know, whatever. It's like, we get on these paths at a really young age. Um, and I mean, some people figure it out young, but some people don't. And so I think that having that spaciousness around us to make different choices and learn about ourselves um, and not have to have like legitimate reasons or even good financial security or purpose, you know, in that way of like, oh, well, it's going to. I t think we tend to make make choices around if it's going to make us enough money rather than if it's what our heart really wants to do, you yeah. know? So I think that that's a big thing of like just helping people make choices without knowing the outcome and mm. just being like, hey, you're feeling that that's what you want. So try it and see what happens. Like, I feel like what's supposed to happen is we're led to the next thing. One thing leads yeah. to the next, leads to the next, leads to the next, and we're unfolding rather than here we are here and we see where we want to be in five years. So all these things that we have to do to get there, mm -hmm. that sort of vision, I feel like can be, if we're, if we're on our path, it can be a good thing. But if we don't have flexibility, then we can push ourselves aside a lot, you know, mm. and not, and and create tension and chaos and, uh, you know, 
stress within our being because yeah. we're not listening again back to that listening you know well that's interesting also like how do you um how do you kind of reconcile that with the mainstream like how we talk about manifestation you know just like okay here's this thing that i want i want this for whatever reason and it needs to come this way or or maybe i'm open a little bit for it to like come a kind of different avenue but like how do you reconcile that desire to like okay i want to manifest this thing but then needing to really be open in such like a a heart open way to like well what if i don't receive what i want and does that create more distrust within me because i'm saying universe or god or whatever i want i want so and so or i want this and then it doesn't happen and then the you know like how do you how do you deal with that basically is is my question yeah um well i think that part of uh, part of manifestation is like having really clear a really clear energetics about it mm. right um i can give you an example of something that just happened that i was like oh there it is that's kind of cool you know of um so i had this retreat scheduled that my friend and i were gonna do at the end of this month and um it was going to be here on our property and i was like excited to this is like one of those future dreams that i have of, like i really want to invite people here and have retreats and have a build a build a yurt space where i can invite clients in and have it be a really nature grounding space like have it be a really beautiful space to invite people to of course i'm not quite there yet i haven't built it but i was like but it would be fun to just set up a tent and camp out and like have a retreat like that it would be so awesome um so my friend and i are like planning this retreat and inviting people to come and at the same time i have this women's wellness circle that i've been wanting to start back up um for a number of years now and finally feel like i have space in my life to do it so I set intentions for that as well to start those. And my women's wellness circle is filling up and the retreat is not. Mm. And I'm like, okay, so what, what are the energetics here of like why one and why not the other, you know? Mm -hmm. And as I was investigating sort of why is this not filling up and feeling the sadness and kind of like, failure energy coming up around like, why isn't this working? I was just walking in the forest and like so many things, so many reasons were coming to me of like, you know, some, some issues with my father and uh, there's a whole history there around the direction that this farm is supposed to go in according to him and what his dreams were, you know, and we're sort of switching now that he's 80, four years old, you know, myself and my siblings are, you know, started taking the reins of the property, but there was this real sadness that I'm moving on without him. Mm. Like I'm taking over and he's no longer involved. And there was just this whole energy that had to go through me and shift that I was like not quite ready on some mm. level that I wasn't even aware of at the time of setting the date of the retreat that was like blocking it because there was this whole like fear and sadness about moving on without my dad, you know? Mm. And it's like, I think that there's, there can be things like that that block the flow that require like my women's wellness circle i'm holding at my office at riverbend you know like at a different location and i've done it before like there were so many things that made it easy for flow to be happening yeah. and for the universe to just say oh she wants this she can have it here's seven people ready to sign up you know <laughs> um and so i think working with manifestation in that way if you're open and don't take it as a failure but like oh what is it here that still needs to be healed or processed or um what's blocking the flow in a sense you know mm -hmm. then you get to you get to practice that if you're asking for something and it's not showing up 
what is what is the block within me that is not aligned with that vision mm. you know mm-hmm. and that's where the work gets to come from that can then open you up to flow and sometimes that work is takes a couple hours and sometimes it takes years you know so we don't really know you know what what the what's underneath mm-hmm. what all the blocks are if you if that makes sense i feel like manifestation is all being in the flow and yeah. where you know mm. of like what's blocking what's not what's what am i really ready for on all levels subconsciously as well mm. as consciously you know mm. mm-hmm. <laughs> i like i like that question <laughs> um yeah you've got me you've got me thinking i'm just like mm, how does this apply to my life and hello everybody This is Danny here, and I'm super excited to be sharing an opportunity with you, especially if you live in the Midcoast Maine area and or want to travel here this October and see some beautiful fall foliage, those beautiful burning oranges and reds and yellows of the trees changing color. I um I have a really special opportunity to share with you today. My friend Heather from Soul Path Energy Healing, she and I are putting together a co-hosted event here in Phippsburg, Maine, and um, it's going to be set on this beautiful property. There's water frontage that we'll be close to, and it's an outdoor event centered on community space holding and healing. So we're calling the event a healing circle. And it's really just an opportunity for us to get together with other people who are in the area and want to come together with a collective shared intention around healing and and holding space for each other in a very um, intentional and sacred container that will be October 15th from 10 to 4 p.m. And this is a really um, unique opportunity because Heather and I are coming to you as space holders and we will be offering our different um, intuitive gifts to you the participant during this time but I also really want to highlight the um, beauty and the importance of this collective experience that we're going to be sharing where you and I and Heather and other beautiful people will be seeing each other in vulnerability in our pain and witnessing witnessing each other in that without judgment and doing certain exercises like powerful breathwork modalities and meditations and visualizations as well as moving our bodies and getting just comfortable with feeling whatever arises that could be challenging emotions that could be trauma that could be um, a whole host of different feelings and thoughts and and reactions within the body, but we're holding space for it all so that it can come out. There's really, and so many of us, there's a lot that's hidden under the surface of our first layer of consciousness. And this is an opportunity for us to dive deep and pull things out and just let it be seen and let it be seen in love, especially in community. I find that to be so powerful and powerfully healing. Um, in our day and age where we're often in our own worlds and connection is really an antidote to a lot of the detachment and loneliness that we feel. So if that sounds interesting to you at all, I have the link in the show notes and you can go to www.soulpathenergyhealing.com forward slash healing circle and you can reserve your ticket and we actually have a really beautiful pricing option where we have our normal price our tickets are 444 dollars and that is in an energetic exchange with heather and i and the people that are helping making this event possible as well as what you'll be receiving in 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 partnership with us and then we also have um, some really beautiful options for those who are feeling really abundant and able able to give we have an option where you can help sponsor another um, kindred spirit who wants to come but perhaps has financial difficulties and we also have an option for anybody who's going through a hardship that still wants to join 
um, and is hoping to make it happen on a little bit uh, cheaper budget. So if that is interesting to you, please, please, please check us out. Um, soulpathenergyhealing.com forward slash healing circle is where you'll find tickets. You can find me on Instagram at source magnified and Heather also at soulpath underscore energy healing on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening. And now to your regularly scheduled programming. Ciao. Um, yeah, one question that came up for me as I was listening to you describe that is like, what has been important to you in your journey or perhaps in your coaching of like, it seems like to me, it seems that having a space or having even just one person to talk about these things with is very profound. Um, and have you seen that within yourself and with your clients of like a community aspect? Is that important for people in shifting? Because sometimes, you know, like sometimes we feel all alone in our little bubbles and in our lives. And we're like, oh, I don't feel understood by, you know, these people or, or I have ideas, but I don't know that they see the vision like I do. And what's been your experience in, in, with that, I guess, within your coaching and within your life. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Like I definitely think having either having friends that are really good at actually listening and talking more intimately, like not surface friendships, but like who can really hold space for those challenges and wounds and, you know, blocks and whatnot to be revealed. But I feel like having either someone, a paid professional or a group that is working together with the intention of healing and growing together is so powerful because I mean this is the thing with the human brain right is like we can trick ourselves and we can hide things from ourselves and we mm. it, it can be hard to um and like you said the trust like self-trust like just is this really what I want or is this some part of me that's pushing because it's you know it thinks that I should or it's safer or it's you know whatever and there's magic that happens in a group setting that is um, just, you see, you see in others, you know, others can be ready to experience and share about a situation in their life that then opens up a door inside of you. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, healing can happen faster when you're with other people and seeing other people working at healing because for one it what kind of levels the playing field is sort of like oh right we're all this big mess yeah. in our heads and trying to figure this journey out right like nobody's perfect and nobody's like mm. better than someone else or whatever we're all just like on our path and we are where we are so that kind of like brings this sort of feeling of like oh okay i'm not so bad off like it's okay and it's safe to like work at this stuff and face this stuff but then you know other people's issues are also our own like we really are all one you know and it's sort of like we are reflected back to us all the time of like we see in others things that are happening in us too you know mm -hmm. So that level of aha happens fast. Oh, like, right. Like I do that too, or I've been thinking like that too, or I have been, you know, whatever. So you kind of are opened up more quickly than what we can do in our own heads. Mm -hmm. um, it's so, like I said, it's so easy to hide from ourselves and to fear the opening up, you know, yeah. or the, taking the risk or, but when there's a whole bunch of us all doing and taking that risk together, it can feel really, um, supportive and empowering, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, 
Yeah, uh, I'm curious if you're willing to share what it's been like for you to follow this path um, that you're on that, you know, you're in the transformational coaching space and Reiki and it's um, like for some people and for some circles, not a traditional route to go. Um, how has that been for you and and what has that opened up within your own life? Yeah. I mean, it's so beautiful, like just thinking about journey and how things unfold, right? Like when I first, when I first started my path in this health realm and well-being realm, um, I went to the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I was more focused on food and how we eat. And um, so quickly I realized like food is important. Like we literally are made of the food we eat and if we're not healthy emotionally energetically spiritually we can't even digest that food properly so you could mm. be putting 100 percent organic delicious healthy food into you and if you're kind of a chaotic mess the digestion of that beauty is not going to work as well mm. and so I, I was kind of led down this path of like emotional well-being, spiritual well-being is kind of in my mind, the first pillar of health. Um, and then it's so much easier to eat well because you that you care more about yourself. And like so often we're going about it backwards and we really have all these blocks and these like, self-limiting beliefs and these like self-sabotage stuff going on and so we try to eat well we try to stick to this diet and we inevitably always fall off and like can't really do it and so it really feels like hey when you're grounded in your own truth it's easier to say that's good for my body that's not good for my body i don't want that i want this you know and um so I sort of switched to dealing with the energetics and the emotional part of things. And, you know, it's kind of out there for a lot of people still thinking about Reiki and I do EFT tapping the emotional freedom technique and um, a new modality that I've been studying is called Psych K, which really helps work with the subconscious mind to do some of that reprogramming of mm. the that gets in us in our young childhood formative years you know um and it, you know i think that that's it it's like i have to have this strong faith in in my own belief because a lot of other people don't believe it but mm -hmm. the stronger i get the easier it is for others to see it mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. When I'm wishy-washy and kind of like, yeah, it sort of works or whatever, then they can't <laughs> see it as well. But when I hold a clear thing of like, hey, this is what works. This is what it is. This is how it can happen. It's much easier for them to tune into it and see it and feel yeah. it, you know. So it's taken a while for me to get really a lot, you know, get stronger in my own belief of things um, and what's important and what's not important. Like... So many things that we do every day it's just like is that really important to be doing that like mm. do, you know it's so hard for us to discern sometimes what's what we really need and what's beneficial and what can wait and what can't wait and you know mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> um, so yeah it's been you know, being on the fringe, it's, it's becoming not fringy anymore. It's like becoming more mainstream <laughs> what I'm doing, but it's been on the fringe for a little while. So, um, I love that more and more and more and more people are opening up to the reality of the energy body and that we're emotional beings and we're not supposed to shut our emotions down and stuff them under the rug. Yeah. Like we're supposed to feel them. And when we really do feel them, they can, when we don't have attachments to emotions and judge them and fear them, they really can move through us and don't clog up our systems in the same way. But 
it feels hard to get started sometimes with understanding ourselves as emotional beings because it can feel really big because we've been stuffing for so long that right. then when you open that door it's like we cry for hours instead of just three minutes you know? <laughs> yeah pandora's box it just all explodes opened and i think that's the hardest part for people is like opening that door like because we don't know what's in there yeah. you know and that's part of the trust that I like to build with people. I didn't even know really what I was doing at first. Like when I was starting to life coach way back when, like I eventually started asking my clients sort of like for, you know, like how was it working with me and what, you know, people would come to me for different things like, um, you know, fear of needles or something, you know, hmm. they want to do EF, you know, they want to do the emotional freedom freedom technique. And, you know, what one of my clients said to me, which really stuck with me is sort of like, I came to you for this specific issue. And what I found was myself, you know, Aww. like this, this sort of that we healed that part of her, like she got over the fear of needles. But in that process, she also discovered more of her truth. Yeah, you know, and so I think that that's part of this holistic thing that I'm talking about is like, we don't just go after the one thing that you think is the problem because we really have no idea. Like this was connected to so many things. This fear of needles was connected to so many things mm -hmm. in her life that have been challenging for her. That it really isn't just like this, oh, this little thing that we can just tap away and it's gone. Yes, on one level, but it opens up all these doors, which is so beautiful. Like that's that's the beautiful thing. It's like, and I hope that people can see that is sort of like, a lot of people I think are like, uh, um, it's gonna take years and I'm broken and I, you know, like something's wrong with me. And it's like, no, nothing is wrong with you. And you're not broken. You're just, this is where you are on your journey and you'll mm -hmm. always be on your journey. And if we can look at healing as like just a natural part of life rather than this thing that is like, oh, there's something wrong with us. And once mm -hmm. we're healed, we're gonna be better and we're gonna mm -hmm. be us or whatever. It's like, no, we're really, always we're just where we're supposed to be and we're always unfolding and that that's a beautiful thing and there's mm -hmm. nowhere to really get other than to continue to like keep unfolding and keep I, I don't know if healing healing is the right word in some sense situations it seems like healing is the right word but um more fully and more more fully discovering the truth of ourselves mm -hmm. is more you know yeah the the what you said about healing being a natural part of life oh that just felt like medicine hearing that because I feel like it's so easy to especially when you start like for me personally like when I started getting into this whole world of energy and energetics and manifestation and like what's really going on inside of my body and like what are all these hidden feelings and beliefs and fears and it this this like this almost like sub-belief that starts to come up of like yeah like there's something wrong with me like why do I have all this junk inside of me there's got to be something wrong you know and it's like and I've, I've worked hard to, to shift out of that, but I do see it come up in, in myself sometimes of just like on my bad days, I'm feeling it. And I'm just like, wow, what the fuck? <laughs> why, why am I feeling like this? Like, why are these, what is this narrative going on inside of me? And why, where did that come from? And why, why am I believing it? Um, so I, I like that perspective of like, this isn't something that we have to do in order to get what we want. This isn't something that like is a necessary kind of like check the box so you can then feel okay. It's like your life is just prompting you through you living it to let go of and so much. I feel like is just letting go of these 
these stories and these lies that we believe about ourselves or we've been taught about ourselves and 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 it's not like oh I'm broken and I need fixing it's kind of like I just forgot who I was and I've been believing a lie and how can I like believe that truth in more of my moments right yeah really knowing that yeah you are always there Mm. And that it's not, you know, it's like you're always underneath all of that stuff. So it isn't. What is that quote? I have it on my website. Uh, that some, it's like healing. Something about like healing isn't so much about getting better. It's be, about becoming who you really are. You know, mm. and it's so. It's sort of like healing is not really the purpose. Like yeah. it's becoming who you really are is the purpose. And like just we're always becoming more and more and more and more our truth. Mm -hmm. I love it. There's that song. I, I think it's by it's Tony something. I forget her last name, but she wrote a song healing is not my purpose. And she just like basically goes into this whole, whole thing where, you know, it's okay for me to take time off and not try to heal myself all the time and just, right. Yeah. Settle into that. Yeah. And, you know, magic really happens when, when you take time to be able to be quiet, like, I know sometimes I think like we think of healing is like hard work and it's going to be really challenging and we're going to cry and it's going to be painful and it's going to hurt, you know, like sometimes it's just about getting quiet. Mm -hmm you know, and then we have the little, the little nuggets of information for our next step come to us, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, the answers I don't think are as far as away as we think they are, you mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. and that it's just like trusting that it's there, like developing that trust that your answers are right there. And mm -hmm. that, you know, it's easier than we think to connect and um just be like yeah that's what's coming to me you know um and and some of that is the like i don't have to understand why and i don't have to know where i'm going it's just sort of like okay what's the next best step towards this thing that i think i want right now yeah yeah um how do you and and we can wrap up pretty soon here but how how do you like manage or accept those different intuitive nudges when they at least on the surface they seemingly kind of go against the social structures in your life like for example if you feel called to do something that means perhaps stepping out of like, like if you're a parent or if you are in a relationship and you feel called to do something and perhaps it doesn't feel on the surface, like it's compatible with the roles that you play in your life. Like, how do you, how do you deal with that? Yeah. Well, I think there's, there's sort of multiple ways. And sometimes it's like just taking the leap of faith and doing it and other, and then dealing with the consequences, you know? <laughs> and then other times it's sort of this like, okay, that's there. I feel it there. And there's like a real working towards um, figuring out how to balance all that stuff, right? Of like the choices that I've currently made till this point and like being responsible to those choices, but also acknowledging and speaking about the fact that you have this other thing pulling at you that feels really aligned that you want to move towards and trying to find a way to balance both of those things so that you're moving in a more um a slower pace towards it but one that can also um not just like drop drop like you know drop people and be like you know what I don't care about you right now I have to follow my passion you know what I mean like yeah. there's a there's a balance and I think that sometimes we say you know what I I can't pay attention to you I got to do my thing and then we 
are like, oh, wait, 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 but I do want you in my life. So let's try and figure it out. And there's like backtracking, but you know, that just like takes experience of like figuring out like, and also how, how strong is that pull and like how forceful is that? And, and how, you know, so much of it is about communication, which I think we really suck at Mm. on so many levels is like communicating really honestly to people and being open to their reactions and being willing to wait for their reactions to settle down and for Mm. them to come back to love and peace. And Mm. I think that's sometimes when we jump, it's more of like, I don't know how to deal with all of that. So I just have to do my thing. And then we kind of learn over time to repair and mend and communicate differently. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's really, it's really hard. I think that's, that's part of why people don't often don't listen to themselves is because there's so many there's so much social conditioning of like we can't hurt other people's feelings and we Mm. there's being a responsible human is like really drilled into us and can we still be responsible humans and follow our passion and follow our pull you know for our inner our inner course you know and i think that that's where we get we get bottled up a little bit because there's confusion there about what the right thing to do is mm-hmm. and if you're doing it from a place of grounded love i ex- feel like people usually um respond well when we're doing it from a place of like, I don't know how this is going to go down. I don't know what it's going to be like. I just have to do it. See you later. Then there's this like, wait, that's not a grounded move. Yeah. Like that's coming from scarcity, scare, fear, sort of. I'm not sure how this is all going to work out, but I know I really want to do that thing. So it, uh, some of it, I think, has to do with energetics, you mm-hmm. know, of like, can we really be speaking from our hearts from a place of and also a willingness to meet them in their reactivity and challenge Mm. with it you know Mm -hmm. i think that's really hard for most of us i have i mean that's something i've been working on forever is like how do i disappoint other people Mm. you know (laughs) it's like disappointing other people is so hard for me like i want everyone to be okay you know and I remember this one, Glennon Doyle said it in one of her books, Untamed, I think, to her daughter of like, you have to disappoint as many people as it takes to follow your, you know, like to not disappoint yourself. Mm. Like that that's point, part of the, like, I'm not sure if I got that quite right, but that's the essence of it is like, you can't keep disappointing yourself and saying no to yourself because you're scared to disappoint other people. Yeah. You have to keep disappointing other people until you stop disappointing yourself Mm -hmm. you know and i think that that's done with more grace if we're more grounded of just like being able to even say that like i know that this is probably going to disappoint you Mm. but i'm feeling in my heart like i really need to go and do this thing how can we make that work you know like it's so different than like Hey, I've got this thing I have to do and I'm sorry, but I'm out of here. You know, like there's there's like, you know, there's, there's sort of, there's different ways and we're not, we're not really trained well to like lead from our hearts, you know? Yeah. I think that's a beautiful framework for anybody listening um, to just like, to consider how, how to balance those two, those two positionings of like, okay, maybe my heart is feeling pulled in this way, but I don't necessarily have to light what's in my life on fire in order to get to that point. Cause I personally have done that, you know, I've done that in different ways of like, all right, the only way I see out is just to burn this bridge and jump over into the water, you know, and just like burn it down. And that it's taught me a lot. I'll tell you that it's taught me a lot, but um, I definitely find myself wanting to move 
um, in more, um, in more ways that I don't want to say like cautious, but in ways that are considerate and considerate of other people who share their lives with me and, and they're an equal, an equal part, like it, it, they are equal to me. And so if I feel this passion that feels very strongly, I need to be able to also hold a strong reaction that may come from someone else. And I think that's personally where I've had trouble with is like the reactions of others, because there's this whole, you know, like, oh, got to go into my tunnel and just like, you know, wait till the storm's over and then pop back out the other side. And, you know, that's my own life history coming back up. But right. Yeah. Well, and like you said, you've learned so much from it. And I think that that's the piece is like, can we not like beat ourselves up and just be like, hey, okay, that didn't work as good as I wanted it to to burn that bridge. Like, how can I do it differently next time? And that's, that's all of us just like continuing to unfold, right? Is how do I get better at communicating my truth? Mm -hmm. And it's hard when we first start doing it. Because yeah. we don't do it in the beginning, you know, we're trained in school and everything to just sit down and do the thing you're supposed to do and not to follow your own need in this moment, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Um, is there, well, it's 11-11, I just wanted to say, is there anything, <laughs> anything else that you'd like to share related to either your work or coaching or Reiki or life in general? I think just like to, you know, listeners out there, like being brave enough to get quiet and like not, you know, like it's so powerful to just be present with yourself without music in your ears or podcast or something like to just we don't take very much time to just be with ourselves and that's really where we get to hear our truth is when we're quiet our truth speaks in whispers and our mind is yelling all the time and it's hard to hear it so take time to get quiet walk in nature meditate do something physical. I mean, having our bodies be busy, you know, like mm. doing something like yoga or walking um, helps with the quieting of the mind and just being with ourselves. Such a, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's so important and we don't do enough of it. The busy, mm-hmm. busy, 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 keep busy motto mm. of our lives is like, no let's do things slower let's slow down let's do less please (laughs) yeah (laughs) one of my favorite sayings is simple is simple but simple is not easy and i think that that's that's kind of the same with these things it's like okay to sit down and meditate it's it's pretty simple or to go for a walk or do yoga it's very very simple but it is not easy when our mind is like, nope, I got to do this, 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 and this, and this, and this, and I don't have time to take care of myself. But that's like exactly the medicine that you need in that moment is to do those things when you feel like you don't have the time. Right. And that's the, uh, that's the other piece that I've learned over time is sort of when we take the time to get quiet and take care of ourselves and do those things that really ground us, we're better at doing Mm-hmm. And so we get more done than when we're just chaotic all the time. We're distracted and we, you know, go down rabbit holes and forget what we were doing and focusing on. And so we end up like not really doing much in a day, yeah. even though we were busy all day long, because we're not really grounded in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We're not really present in what we're doing. So taking the time to get grounded and to be present really supports the doing in a mm-hmm. different way. Yeah. I love that. So if anybody is interested in in connecting with you or finding you, where can they do that? Do you have a website or social media or where can people get in touch? Yeah, so I do have a website. It's called inner innerwisdomhealth.net. 
and uh, my contact info is on there and I'm currently not a big social media person although you could find me on Facebook if you wanted to but I might not see it for a few weeks <laughs> I'm a rare I'm a rare visitor of social media um and so yeah best bet is to reach out and call or um send me a little email on my website awesome Thank you so much for coming on the show. It's been so great to talk to you about all these different things, energetics and manifestation and Reiki. It's really been a joy. Thank you. It's been awesome. Love the conversation. Yay. Have a beautiful day. Thanks. You too. Thank you so much for joining me today and listening to this conversation. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a great review on your streaming platform and don't forget to turn on notifications for our next episode drop. If you learned anything, please share the love with a friend and tag me on Instagram at SourceMagnified. Find us on our website at SourceMagnified.com where we have all of your breathwork and mindfulness needs covered. Have a blessed day. Talk to you soon. Ciao.